And this episode of the Disney Dads Podcast is brought to you by Away With Me Travel, the official travel agency of the Disney Dads Podcast and our YDF Media. There's nothing better than traveling to Walt Disney World over the holidays. Right now, we have an amazing offer going on for our Disney Dads family. Tell me a little bit about it, Jamie. I'm so excited to be able to bring this incredible offer to our family, and that is if you book a vacation package now through the end of December 2019, we are giving a complimentary party ticket. He's very Merry Christmas party. So contact us for details and we can get you that incredible offer. Contact us at show at awaywithmetravel.com and we can't wait to get you to these amazing parties today. And this episode of the Disney Dads Podcast is brought to you courtesy of our Patreon supporters. Want to support the show? Become a Patreon member. Thank you. Thank them. Now enjoy the show. Round one is over. <laughs> Parents won. Kids sip. I only hope that we never lose sight of one thing. That we all started by a month. Did we just become best friends? Yep. Gentlemen, start your engines. There's a touch of madness around here. Hello and welcome to the Disney Dads Podcast. My name is Jason. Those are two incredible, actually my favorite elves in the whole world. Mike is actually more of an elf than you are, Justin. And I'll uh, get to that later in the episode if I if I think about it. But uh, tonight, guys, I'm very excited because, I mean, we have 11 World Showcase Nations. We're going to talk about the International Festival of Holidays. And I know you two guys are right there with me where Christmas is in full spirit. Um, but before we really get in the show, guys, how are you doing? Is it his overly large hairy feet that make him more of an elf than me? <laughs> Is that what it is? Or is it the pointy ears where mine are appropriately shaped to my head? I can honestly say I do not know what Mike's feet look like. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and we were on the cruise ship for how long? And I still just didn't. I'm just not a foot guy, man. I mean, it's just not me. I got, I got to say, um, the, my favorite text came through today. So in our neighborhood today, we had what's called light the, uh, light the, light the park or light whatever it is. And... Um, it's this thing where we have kind of, you know, you guys have been here. We have kind of a Central Park area, and they go, and we actually have a festival where they light up all the Christmas lights in the park. And so we went over and hung out with friends of ours and did all that. But my favorite text came in because I've been in the holiday spirit now for almost a month with my Christmas lights up in my house mm-hmm. and on, on the house and outside from our good friend Mike who said, this is awful. It's freezing outside, and I'm having to put up Christmas lights. I remember... <laughs> Just a couple weeks ago, somebody saying, you shouldn't put up Christmas lights in the warm weather, should you? Mike, how was your day today, buddy? Well, it's finally Christmas, and it was well worth the wait because the house looks beautiful, <laughs> and it looked beautiful at the appropriate time. It didn't have to put it up. No, it was absolutely miserable today. We got tons of bad weather coming through this way. I know a lot of people in the Midwest know, Jason, you've been... Uh, getting kind of pummeled by the snow but we're getting it here in new york and um unfortunately with 
Thanksgiving coming so late. We only have a few weeks till Christmas, and I'm going to be busy at work the next couple of days. So I really, really, really had to get the Christmas stuff up. Uh, I was honestly kind of upset that I didn't do it sooner. Uh, but you know what? It's up. It's done. I'm happy. The girls are happy in the house. We are in full Christmas spirit. I got a few weeks off till I'm on vacation, and uh, then I'll really enjoy it. You guys would have laughed at me so hard tonight because we're sitting over. We're hanging out with friends, right? And I'm sitting there, and I'm shivering. I mean, like, absolutely shivering. And you know me. I get in the holiday spirit. So I was wearing my um, my Christmas jacket, you know, that's just completely decked out and all that. And I'm sitting there, and I'm shivering. And I'm like, all right, we're going to stay for 30 more minutes, then we're going home. And my buddy goes, it is chilly tonight. She's like, let me look at the temperature. 61 degrees. Oh, yeah, but you know, I'm gonna agree with you though, man. If you're not used to it, that's sixty. If you go, and the go wind was blowing down to sixty-one, that's that's chilly. Yeah. I mean, that's but it's not as chilly what you me. were looking at. No, I was actually, guys. It's been really warm here. It's been like 22, 24. <laughs> um, it was. It's been really nice. So I don't even, guys. I haven't even wore. I don't even wear a jacket at work yet. I just wear a sweatshirt. Well, our friends that moved here, um, uh-huh. they were sitting with us too, and they just moved in the neighborhood. And they're from was he's from Wisconsin. They've only been here a year, and he was sitting there in shorts and a t-shirt, and he just kept laughing right. at me like, "Yep, <laughs> what's wrong with you?" Yep, acclimate. Yeah, but you know, even at sixty-one degrees in the wind, I don't care what time of year it is, I'll get cold. Um, but I will say this about the snow over where you're at, Mike. I do watch a lot of Hallmark with uh, the family, and snow in New York City, man. Hallmark makes it look beautiful, so I, I'm I'm actually double excited that you're getting <laughs> some snow out there. Because it's <laughs> the first day, it's beautiful, and then you get that mud black, nasty, uh, dirty snow, and no place to park, and yeah, you don't Start see that in the, the Hallmark. Yeah, in the snow. yeah, you don't see that in the Hallmark commercials. Oh, shut your Hallmark hate and mouth. That is not true. That is not true. New York City is the place to be for I saw I watched the Macy's Day Parade. Don't tell did me you it's watch not it? the place to be. I did. Every year, brother. Every year. And I get teary eyed almost every time when I see Santa coming down at the very end. So we took I love that. We guy. took Riley to see Santa today and uh she got her picture and, and did all that. Man, I love those moments. You know what I mean? I love that sure. she loves still going to see Santa and sitting on his lap and telling him the list. And the only thing that makes me kind of a little bit sad, and Mike, you can probably attest this, and Jay, you too, because your boys are right there at that age, is the moment your kids kind of flip and they go, oh, I don't just want dolls or I don't just want G.I. Joes or I don't just want, you know, I want a Apple Watch. I want a computer. Yeah. You're like, yeah. huh? Hold on. What? Yep. When did Christmas <laughs> turn into know, uh, switches Santa. and iPads? Yeah, Santa and, really yeah. needs an extra bank account this year. That's the, for sure. The gifts get physically smaller but more expensive. But I will say this. I don't miss every now and then having to help Santa put things together because he would come to me and he would say. Oh, man, I got horror stories. I've got 3 o'clock in the me morning too. horror stories. Yeah. And let me tell you what, I've got choice words that I could be blasting on on our, our episode. Well, can we be honest that Santa's great because he'll give you the instructions as a parent. He walks in, he goes, hey, you know, here's how you put it together. I hope Riley enjoys it. But Santa doesn't count the screws and count all right. the other things. And then all of a sudden, Santa goes off on his way. I don't have his direct line. And now I'm stuck trying to figure out how I'm going to get through putting this dollhouse together without this last screw. 
Oh, it's brilliant. It's free labor. He doesn't have to pay the elves the extra overtime to put it together. He has the parents do it, and you're doing it out of love, so you're going to do a great job. Yeah. He's a brilliant marketer, I'm telling really you right is. now. i tell you what. Yes, he is. You know, when my, you know when my Christmas really starts is here in a couple of weeks when I get to see Santa come down Main Street. That's awesome, man. Oh, that's great. It's the best. Yep. I, you know, I live in a very Hallmarkish town. Um, I live in Mosinee. If anybody's in Wisconsin, just just take a detour and pass through it. It's very beautiful, especially this time of year. It's a mill town, but everything is decorated. It's very small. It really deserves its own movie. And I'm looking forward to the Christmas parade here because we just haven't had an opportunity to go, and that's going to change. So I'm I'm excited for it. So, Jason, you know, you were just talking about what a wonderful town yours is for, you know, Christmas. There's one place that I love to be around the Christmas holidays. And on tonight's episode, we're going to talk about Christmas in Epcot and about traveling around the countries and what it's like to experience it there. You know, one thing that I can say is in all of our years of our Disney travels, uh, we I really wish I would have taken more advantage of taking the kids around Christmas time because there's so much to do around. You know, we, we, we did the Mary's... We did the Mickey uh, Merry Christmas party, but we never really got into doing a lot of stuff at Epcot. You know, we were fortunate enough to see the Osborne lights over in Hollywood Studios, but Epcot something that kind of got pushed by the side when we were down there. And I kind of really wish that I'd taken more advantage of it because now that they're in school, I really can't pull them out and spend that much time down there. But luckily, we're going to talk about a lot of it tonight, and there's a lot of things that uh, I've wanted to talk about and see and hear and uh hopefully with your guys experience you can kind of we'll uh get into that a little bit guys i'm gonna be completely honest with you when i say that this is one of the disadvantages of my employment i don't get an opportunity to go down there enough mike i would be right there with you um i am right there with you i i I wished i could but i can't so uh, the op- so when I do get that opportunity to sneak down there for, let's say, the um, – like Thanksgiving this year was very late. So let's say Thanksgiving was a little bit earlier and I could get down there just on that cusp of everything getting turned over. I really thoroughly enjoy it, especially the, uh, you know, the Very Merry Christmas Party or, and, and whatnot. However, I've never, ever, ever got to experience this beautiful Epcot um, during the holidays So, um, but I tell you what, I do a lot of reading. I'm looking at all these. Have you guys looked at some of these pictures? So I really am ready to talk about it. But Justin, how about you, man? Have you experienced this? We go, so we went last year and we experienced the festival. Um, I want to ask you though, Mike, you said you've been for Christmas, but it's been years, right? Yeah. When the kids were smaller, when, uh, when they were at that age where it wasn't bad taking them out of school, uh, we experienced, like I said, the Osborne Lights, and we got to experience the Christmas party over in Magic Kingdom. But uh, with the kids being that young age, Epcot really wasn't on our radar. So, and Jay, you've never been for Christmas? Not to Epcot, down for any of these festivals, no. Have you done Have you done uh, Mickey's Very Merry? Yeah, I've done Very oh, Merry. Okay, I took gotcha. my parents down there for that one. Yeah, nice. but uh, we never, we didn't get it. It was a short trip. We didn't get to Epcot. To be honest with you, um at that time, I didn't really know Epcot offered so much. Well, it's I newer. Mean, man. It's newer. Okay. Yeah. All right, fair enough. Probably at the time, because that's been, what, probably six, five, six years ago? I think that was four years ago, four or five years yeah. ago. Yeah. Yeah. This, this is a newer festival. So the one thing we've seen at Epcot is the addition of festival after festival after festival, which I'm okay with. Some people, they're like, oh, why do you keep doing this and increasing the crowds? I like the fact that they're celebrating Christmas around the world or, or holidays around the world. Mm-hmm. I mean, you're talking 11 uh, world showcases now that have implemented their own, you know, unique way they celebrate this holiday. I 
For me, last year was was a really unique trip because we took Riley out of school and we took her down and to kind of make up for taking her out of school and she was actually um, was studying holidays around the world at the time. Uh, we actually spent one whole day and didn't do any attractions. So we spent one whole day just in Epcot walking around World Showcase, taking it all in. This festival is, I would say, the smallest of all that they do. But it has one of the biggest impacts because of the fact that it is Christmas. I mean, it's something that everyone loves and takes in because it's family-driven. I really do recommend everyone, if you're going... If you can only do two parks, Magic Kingdom and Epcot is a no-brainer, by far. I have um, when I when I when I look at like let's 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 just talk about some of the food going around the world, okay? Am I kind of under the same? Am I understanding this correct, Justin? Where it's much like the art festival or food and wine, where they have kiosks throughout the world, correct? Correct. Yeah. Yep. Okay. Go ahead. No, you're correct. No, I was gonna. Yeah, no. Go yeah, ahead. no. So I was gonna say. So looking at some of these dishes that they are serving, um, if you don't, if you guys don't mind, let's go ahead and talk about some of these countries, okay? Yeah, let's roll through um, each. Yeah, yeah. Let's let's do that. Let's start with um, you know the Bavaria Holiday Kitchen, um, and the German Pavilion. Guys, this food looks on point. I mean, I, I really, I really want to kind of just just. I mean, to be honest with you, I just want to go down there and just eat around the world, like I always like to do when I'm at Epcot. Um, have you any particular favorites that are really standing out in in Germany for you guys? Well, here's what they have this year: they've got the potato dumpling with mushroom sauce, the sauerbraten with red cabbage and spatzel, the cheese fondue in a bread bowl with fresh steamed baby vegetables and marble potatoes, black for uh, roulade with cherry whipped cream, and a peppermint sugar cookie. Mike. What are you snagging, buddy? Fondue. I could do fondue all day, every day. Anything with cheese do, on it. Do you guys do fondue a lot? We have a. Uh, I don't know about you guys. It's. I know it's a franchise. Do you have the Melting Pot restaurants near you? Yeah, up in North, up in uh, Myrtle Beach, we have. One. Okay, that's one of our favorite restaurants to go to because, and it's not even so much for the main course, but they have a. You start off with a cheese fondue, which is obviously, as you know, like we're talking about, it's my favorite thing. Then it goes into where you cook your food and the different oils. Then they have the dessert fondue, where you dip all your your stuff in the chocolate. And uh, we love going there. And I would say out of that, these, our entire family would pick that in a heartbeat, the uh, cheese fondue. So, Jay, you're from Wisconsin. You're surrounded by cheese, right? Mm-hmm. Can I honestly say I'm not a massive cheese fan? Okay. Um, right, fair enough. So for me, like, I don't know. I've never been to a fondue place before. Like, you got, I sent you guys a picture of what we were doing tonight. We did a low country boil, which is for you, for you, those of you who need to come visit me in South Carolina. It's shrimp, potatoes, corn, um, onions, uh, lemon, uh, and my buddy, his or my, my friend, her um, dad is a shrimper. So these shrimp were swimming yesterday, and he caught them and, and brought them in. So delicious. But for me, I don't know if I would like fondue. But for me, I'm going to go the sauerbraten with red cabbage and spatzel. That sounds just spot on. Um, you know, Justin. As far as me, I'm kind of just gonna go with the um, the potato dumpling with mushroom sauce. I, it's just it, man, that, or that pork schnitzel with mushroom Ooh, sauce. Pork Look, that's one thing about the uh, the 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 Bavaria, the the Bavaria, the German, the that that part, the whole mushroom. Man, they got it on when it comes to the mushroom. So, what is that? Uh, what is that? 
black sea salt. What is it? The black salt they put on fries? What oh, is yeah, that? yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Truffle? Yeah, truffle, truffle. Is it, yeah. Isn't that a, a German truffle? truffle that they usually I don't know. Usually that put sounds down? delicious. I don't know. Though. Anyways, that's fantastic. But anyways, I, that really looks great for me. Now, Justin, you've been through these before, right? Do they have the usual, you can use a snack credit for any of this stuff, or are these full-size meals? No, no, no. Same thing. You can use snack credit. It's same as um, all the festivals. So you can go through and you can use those snack credits for that. I mean, there's there's smaller things. Let's take let's move on to the American holiday table, right? With the American Adventure, which has slurps of turkey, it has a smoked ham, it has the pecan tart, has all that kind of stuff. No, if you walk up and you have the dining plan, you can say, no, I want to use a uh, a snack credit for that. That's that's not a problem. Okay, I wasn't sure if I I know it carried over to the other festivals. I just didn't know if that was the same type of serving size and if that was something that you could use your snack credit for. Do you guys think that the festivals at Epcot have made the dining plan more attractive for people? Well, that's the only reason we get the dining plan a lot of times is the to to utilize the snack credits for eating around the world. Yeah. I can't tell you how many times we've gone, done a dining plan, and we've had tons of snack credits left. But if you go during one of those food and wine or art you know, festivals, we never have any snack credits left. We wind up using them the entire time we're walking around Epcot. But now you're looking, other than, other than summer, there's a festival year-round. Yeah. Like you have, you have a three-month period in the summer where there's no festival right now. But other than that, there are festivals, I mean, from food and wine to the holiday festival. Then you move on to the arts festival. Then you move on to Flower and Garden. I mean, they are literally back to back to back to back to back. It's it's rare that you're going to run into a time, unless you're there in a June, July, August, early August, that you're not going to have uh, not going to have a festival going on. Do you think for me should, that would? Do you think they should? Clo- do you think they should close that gap and put a festival in that area? Like yes, in that time frame. Yes, I think they should have a summer festival. I think they should have like light foods. Like what? How do people celebrate summer around the world? You know what I mean? Why not? What's the What's the miss? You already have the crowds there. Look, another festival at Epcot's not bringing more people, right? You know what I mean? Like y- mm-hmm. the whole idea of festivals and the whole idea of Run Disney was the fact of okay, we need to fill the parks. We need to fill them on these dead times that we had previously. Now there's no dead times at Disney. It just doesn't happen anymore. And so if you add a festival in the summer, you're not going to have people go, oh, the summer festival is going on. I, I should travel when I shouldn't, you know, or when I wasn't going to. It's just not going to happen. <laughs> it's uh, It would definitely be very dangerous if I lived down there. <laughs> I can tell you what. You know what it does, man, is it opens up an availability to make Disney um, dining at your own price. So take right. so instead of me being like, oh, I'd like to eat in the parks. Yeah, you can grab a quick service, but your typical quick service, right? No matter mm-hmm. where you're at. Now I can go have a unique experience for cheaper or the same price I'm having quick services right. for. I don't right. have to make an ADR to have a unique experience. Like I can mm-hmm. go and be like, all right, cool. I'm going to spend twenty bucks, but I'm going to have three or four different things and have this unique experience no one else is having. You know what I mean? Yeah, or or like you know, it was like your trick that you taught me, or is it's a couple of different experiences because you're sharing with somebody. You share. What a perfect little, what a perfect date night. Yeah, you know. Oh, so did we have uh, a date night. Is, <laughs> uh, we did. We had a huge date night, man. We're and about was, to have another one was, too. It was a lot. Of, yeah, we are. We are. Um, let's move on to Canada up on the Yukon. Okay, jingle your bells. Say that. Say that after a couple of drinks. <laughs> the, um, so it says, jingle your bells with delightful dishes uh, from the Can- Canadian Pavilion. Look, a lot of these, uh, you know, I, I'm, I would stick with the salmon guys. You know, the 
the Canadian Pavilion has got a, a great array of stuff. Uh, Justin, why don't you lead me down this road of delights that this place offers? I like that I've been um, labeled as the person who has to pronounce all this stuff, so this ought to be good. <laughs> That's why. I like exactly what you, what you did it? there. Come that on, was man. that was beautiful. The way you transitioned to. All right, I don't want to have to do this. So I let's can't wait to get to the third one. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Uh, seared Velasco salmon with crown maple whiskey glaze, a parson of silk, and apple chutney. Uh, Canadian wild rice and ham soup. Oh, man, that sounds good. With almonds. I could do without the almonds. That's okay. With the pretzel roll. Um, maple boucher de Noël maple mousse rolled in gingerbread chiffon cake with cranberry sauce and pecan crumble, which is kid approved, by the way, um, and a peppermint pinwheel cookie. Hmm. I look. I'm all day about that Canadian wild rice and ham soup. Jay, one thing you and I have in common is we are soup people. I will eat mm-hmm. soups all day, every day. Leave the uh, almonds off because anytime you put any type of nuts in a in a dinner, you deserve to just go away somewhere. They're disgusting. All nuts and all eggs are gross. Um, but that sounds delicious, man. Mike, how about you? Before I tear into this menu, I would go with the Canadian wild rice, ham soup, and almonds. I'm all about the almonds, so that's where Justin and I obviously. Oh, differ. yuck, dude. Come on, man. Okay. I'm right. Once good. you guys threw the ham in that soup, it goes right in the toilet and hit flush. I'm going to just go with the salmon, and everything else can just go to the wayside, man. I do not like anything maple at all. I mean, I know, like, and look, and I live in maple syrup country. I mean, it's fresh maple all over the place. Maple sugar, maple syrup. You guys can keep all that nonsense. Aunt Jemima all the way. And uh, that's it. Give me the salmon, and we're going to be moving I'm on. I'm surprised. Did I tell you I bought... Go ahead. Good. I'm right. surprised they don't have venison on there. Ooh, yeah. Yeah, a reindeer or a moose or something. Elk. What? I mean, I don't well, Wait, elk, hold but... on. Wait. Did you just say reindeer? <laughs> Why not? People don't eat reindeer. They bring you presents. Sure you do. Huh? They bring you presents. I suppose you know what? Maybe I should cut that off since this is a Christmas episode. <laughs> nope. We're going to leave it just like that. This is where it's staying. Oh, yeah. Everyone, right, Jason eats the... reindeer, and oh, I love no, Santa I don't Claus. Eat, I, don't, I don't eat and venison, And Mike has man. hairy Venison's feet. Venison's not my thing. Uh-uh. I don't do it. Moving on. I like jerky. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks. Uh, um, look, I, I, the one thing about Canada is you know you're getting a meal that you're – it's hearty, man. You know what I mean? Like you're, you're, ready, you're ready to eat. I, I absolutely love it. We only eat nuts here if they're boiled with boiled peanuts, so you can take your almonds yeah. and shove them up the side. Yeah. Nope. Yeah. Oh, no, I like almonds, man, but the, the ham killed it. But let's go someplace warmer. How about that? Sounds good, buddy. Yeah, we're heading to the Caribbean, and it's the Feast of the Three Kings. And uh, Justin, why don't you tell me about what's on the menu for the Feast of the Three Kings? What is happening? All right, here we go. Here we go. <laughs> I very love this. Here we go. This is the uh, Pastelon. So frito uh-huh. marinated beef with uh, sweet plantains and olives. That sounds delicious. Gluten-friendly, it too. Does sound amazing. Uh, queso mm-hmm. fresco stuffed arepa, uh, top of shrimp, crushed avocado, ahi, and tomato sauce. Arepas to, uh, topped with melted queso fresco and tres leches rice pudding with pumpkin seeds. Rice pudding is the worst thing put on planet Earth. And a chocolate crinkle cookie. I could do the crinkle cookie, that's for sure. I'm down with all those on the menu. They sound fantastic. All of them. I'm skipping all of those, and I'm going to head down to what we didn't mention, and that's the Coquito, the tropical eggnog with Bacardi Gold Dark Rum Floater. <laughs> I'll pass on that. And luckily, being here in New York, I have a lot of uh, friends of mine from work that are from Puerto Rico, and Coquito is one of – it's like a Puerto Rican eggnog or, a, you know. Yeah, and, um, that's good stuff, man. I get man. lots of good homemade Coquito from a lot of yeah. my – Puerto Rican friends here in New York, so uh, I would definitely want to try that 
spin on it from the Disney version. I've had the awesome versions here, so I would definitely have to uh, compare, you know, blow to blow of who's can, better. I, can you guys talk me into eggnog? Because I want to like eggnog, but I don't like eggs. Does it no, taste no, no, like I eggs? Don't like You've egg. never had eggnog? I don't like eggnog at all. No, I've never had it. Oh, you should you try, try it. it. You really it's, should. It, uh, you know what? You like Bailey's Irish Cream? Yeah. Okay. Oh, it's got it's a it's a creamy type of uh you know But liquid. does it have an egg taste? No, not at all. It's a sweet no, it's a, it's a no, sweet cream dude. taste. Yeah, it's not eggy at all. It's it's spicy. Dude, it's a it's a good Christmas drink. I just I'm not a fan of it. Um but I do like that coquito though. That is a fantastic spin on mm-hmm. it. That uh I'll tell you what, it's good to have a Puerto Rican friend and for my Puerto Rican people out there. Mucha love for you guys, cause you guys got it going on with that. <laughs> I, my, my buddy Jay, not you, Jay. My other buddy Jay is making yeah, me yeah. a Nutella flavored coquito for uh, really, yes. yes. Wow, you have to tell me how that is. I will. That sounds I will. interesting. Yeah, very much so. Have you ever noticed that Mike has a friend for everything? Mike a knows guy. a guy, <laughs> and that's all. Dude, I'm he has say. a guy for coquito flavored. Uh, uh, eggnog. Like what, what? What is happening? You know, Mike. My my thirteen millimeter is. I uh, don't worry about. It, I got a guy. <laughs> I got a guy who's got one for you because that is always gone, right? Mike knows a guy, man. That's pretty. Mike knows a guy. I wish that Mike knew a guy that could make me holiday sweets and treats. Like uh, like our next stop we're making, where it says rock around the Christmas tree with goodies sure to top the nice list at the Promenade Refreshments. Guys, they have a peppermint sundae, chocolate ice cream, whipped cream, and peppermint candy. I'm all day, every day, all over. Also, where you're picking up your hot cocoa, your chocolate peppermint shake, and uh, your shipyard eggnog. I'm not a big shipyard fan, um, but that's an interesting shipyard eggnog white porter. What do you think? What is shipyard? What is shipyard? It's, it's a beer. beer right? So yeah. yeah, they make the pumpkin ale, the shipyard pumpkin mm-hmm. ale. Okay. Um, but a white uh, porter, that's interesting because I like porters. Yeah, a white porter. I've never had a white porter though. Huh. Ma- interesting. I would definitely try it just to. Uh, Maybe I'll put a I, baggie in my pocket and pour it in my pocket, and then I'll send it to you. I would like that. I would like that. Just Do a ziploc. I could ride Splash mm-hmm. Mountain since Ziploc sponsors it. Save the baggie, and then send you the eggnog. Okay. All right. This got weird, <laughs> but I'll take it. <laughs> I will so take it. Um, you know, the thing is about the holiday sweets and treats is uh, I'd probably have a bite of the Sunday and I'd kind of be done. I'm just not really a sweet person when it comes to Disney, and I just want to save the room for... Lakayam Holiday Kitchen. I right. have got to say, this is my... If I pick one place I'm going to, it okay. is going to be this place because pastrami on rye with house-made pickles and deli mustard jason last year i sent you a picture and i said Mm -hmm. this is the best sandwich i've had at epcot the entire out of all the festivals i've had and it was the pastrami on rye with house-made pickles and deli mustard absolutely amazing they also have smoked salmon potato lockies they also have uh, potato lockies with sour cream the sufgignot uh mini jelly-filled donuts and the black and white cookie I'm telling you what, man, that pastrami is incredible. You know, now I don't feel like a good friend because I didn't realize you were such a good pastrami on rye person. I would have, when you were here, I would have taken you guys to uh, Cat's Deli. Oh, pastrami on rye is one of my favorite sandwiches ever. I, it's like is that it's is that like a Jewish is that a Jewish jello? Oh, it's it's the it's the best place in the world to go for pastrami. It's yeah. it's absolutely the best. When you get a chance, Google a picture of the of Cat's Deli. You know Deli. what? Chris has mentioned that before. Oh, he he was Katz running. Yeah, it was like, don't you get like a big old 
like the size of a Volkswagen oh, it's sandwich. Insane. Absolutely insane. And yeah. it and it's really? good quality. Good, good quality meat. Oh, absolutely. Yep. I'm almost and now I'm upset. I should have brought you there. But next time. Next trip we'll have to make sure it's on our agenda. Excellent. I, I'm getting a kick out of Disney's um the, how they wrote this uh, propose a toast to life sink your teeth into classic Jewish noshes what is yeah. it no, noshes what is a noshes like bites yeah okay classic Jewish bites with the side of New York flair okay so it's already deemed a New York flared sandwich. So yes, Mike, we're definitely going to have to get up there and check oh, yeah. that out. Dude, that sandwich is that's I'm telling you, they had it last year. That's one of the best sandwiches you can get at any festival. So if you're going How about that pickle, go, man? Oh. What is that pickle? Is it a is it a dill? It doesn't say. No, uh, it's just it's like a deli pickle. I mean, yeah, like a dill it pickle. A, oh, it's so good. Okay. It's so good. I actually I bought two of these last time and that's what I had for lunch. Yeah? Was two of All those. Right. And is there is there like a Oh, it is. It got a deli mustard too. Yep. Wow. Fantastic. And a salmon potato cake sounds fantastic. Wow. So, so good. Uh, guys, I'm going to I'm gonna pass this off because uh, my favorite thing to do is to share on the show. So I want to yeah. move us along to the Le Marche de Noel Holiday Kitchen. And Jason, roll us through this menu. <laughs> oh, wow. And here I thought you were going to pass it on to the Italian himself. Okay, fine. We're going to, oh man, my screen just went black. What happened here? All right, so guys, we're going to have, um, first of all, we're going to have a salmon spread with house made bread. No, 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 no. I'm sorry. <laughs> you, didn't say the, you didn't say the name, though. You have to have the name. It's, uh, People might not be able to find it on the menu. De Saman. It's a roulette de Saman. Okay. Okay. Yeah. All right, it's a salmon spread with house-made bread, and, and all our French people send your hate mail to Justin. <laughs> it's a brochet à la Rhine. Traditional. It's turkey mushroom, turkey and mushroom in a um, cream sauce served in a like puffy pastry. And they um and look the uh, boucher du Noël à chocolat. It's a Christmas log chocolate cake with dark chocolate caramel and the ganache. The ganache is kid approved. Dude, I'm I am I am so proud of you. That was pretty spot on. That was good. <laughs> I would have said turkey. Really- I would have said turkey sandwich and pass. <laughs> that was that was really good. Uh, you know, I'm skipping this one, guys. N- nothing on here screams to me. Um, salmon spread for me. Jay, is that something you all do up north? Yeah, did you guys see the... No, that's not something that we do up here, but I do love salmon spread. Did you see the pickled herring picture I sent mm-hmm. you? No. Yeah? I missed that it. Is, I, oh, you did. You must have been busy. I sent it in a text. I love pickled herring, man. What do you mean? So... Is it like little fish that you... Yeah, little chunks of herring that are pickled and you eat them. Oh, my God. Oh, my wife just despises it, but I love it, man. I thought you put it was about with my cucumbers. Bit. Oh, no, your cucumbers are fantastic, too. I tell you what, pickled herring is good, so I'm all about the salmon spread, guys. But how about the turkey and mushrooms? Um, that, that sounds really good. And the light puff pastry, i got to be in the mood for that, but mm. it is a really, really nice uh, nice combination. Yeah, well, we'll see. We're coming down to it. Uh, we're moving on to our Morocco Pavilion, and we're going into some interesting cuisine, as they say. Uh, grilled lamb kefta kebabs with grapes and euro cucumber, red pepper, pickled pearl onions, and harissa cilantro dressing. Confit of shomole, uh, chicken drum with cinnamon granny smith apples, toasted almonds, Brussels sprouts, and pinot noir glaze. And then a svinch, uh, warm beignets with cream, cinnamon, sugar, and chocolate sauce. I could do the last one, the warm beignets, um, with cream. Anytime you have to add that many ingredients to something, I don't know how good it's going to be. 
Oh, yeah, maybe, man. I, I I get it. I'm not a I'm not a lamb guy. Are you a lamb guy? No. I do not I no. do not like lamb. I do not like the the taste of lamb at all. Um but I know a lot of people that love lamb. Mike, you so guys I do lamb just, mm-hmm. up yeah. there. Yeah, they we do. But I'm not a big fan of it. Once in a while. Okay. I would pass. You know what? I don't think there's anything that I would go for. Do you guys ever... So, you're walking World Showcase, right? And you have your stops. Like, for me, like, I would stop in Germany and get a Hoffer... Or a Schaffer-Hoffer. I'll stop in Japan. I'll stop... You know what I mean? Like, you have your stops. Morocco's never a stop for me. I stopped on the last one, and I got the... It was uh, whatever festival we were there for. I think it was back in February. And Yeah. uh, Yeah. And the hummus was amazing. They had like this hummus dip thing, and it was really, really good. I said, ah, you know what? I'll stop by. There was no line. I figured I'll try it. I looked on the menu, and I'm like, ah, I like hummus. I'll give that a shot. And uh, I was pleasantly surprised that I did. I think it was one of the few times I ever really did stop. But I usually pass it up. I've heard such mixed things about the Moroccan because it's such a unique flavor. It's, I mean, either I think you're really going to really like it or you're just going to be like, eh, I could probably never eat there ever again. Uh, Morocco has just, like, never been on my radar, guys. And I really need to get in there because it looks uh, it looks like it would be a fun atmosphere. Um, but I'm going to pass on everything on here, man. I don't do Brussels sprouts. If Brussels sprouts are in the picture, like, I'm not even going in the house. Done. Uh, Game over. Did you eat the Brussels here when we went to Wild Olive? <laughs> do you remember that? I think you had me try. Were they cooked with a little Parmesan on top no, of them? No, they with were cooked oil? with, like, lemon and you remember that mike uh i remember eating everything there so if, if it was there yeah, i okay. definitely ate them. Right. And I, I eat brussels sprouts <laughs> I remember mike mike looking at my plate going you can eat that i should have got that <laughs> yeah like, shout, shout out wild olive in charleston if you're coming to charleston yeah. uh, um i think i might have tried them i mean i'm i'm sure they still were kind of had that bitter tart right. like why did you do this but it was Dude, okay they're, they're really really yeah, good it was okay well you know what um i can't i cannot absolutely take on this next one because we have the king of italy with us ourselves. mike take us to italy absolutely so uh one of the places that we we're talking about that we stop and i always tend to stop in italy i mean they have some amazing wines there they have some they have some amazing wine flights there they have a lot of good stuff but we're going to stop there for some of the food and beverages that they're being offered during this we have the Bianca Nieve Italian flatbread with mozzarella and parmesan, La Genovese rustic flatbread, Vidalia onions, white wine, braziered beef, tenderloin tips, and mozzarella. We have the Colzione Barilla Parenta pasta with sweet sausage, caramelized onions, and creamy sauce. Crispelle de Mele cinnamon apple fritters and vanilla sauce with a drizzle of confectionery sugar. Bianco al Chicolato warm hazelnut chocolate cake with caramelized berry sauce. And the Patone Mignon, the miniature Italian Christmas fruitcake. I've had that Patone Mignon, the Italian fruitcake, uh, many times. Definitely not a fan of that one. I would certainly pass that up. I've had many. No, uh, no, no, not a fan of that. That's kind of uh Do you not like fruitcake at all? Uh, I do, but the Panettone one. As a matter of fact, Justin, you know the uh, Uncle Giuseppe's, the place that I took you to? Yeah, yeah, they yeah, sell yeah, those yeah. Panettone ones there. That's a, it's a big name brand in, in Italy. And, uh, yeah, I'll pass on mm. that one. <laughs> Everything else on the is menu it, looks good, though. Is it like the Friends episode where uh, Rachel makes the trifle? And you remember that one? And she's like, it's got uh, jam, lady fingers, sauteed beef with peas and onions. Uh, like, you know, it goes through because she got the paper page stepped together, you know? Yep. And Joey's eating, and he's like, I don't know what's not to like. Jam? Good. 
beef good. <laughs> I really want to like fruitcake. I do. And it's just every time I try it, it's, I don't know, it's just not for me. You ever had the uh, struffula? They're like the caramel balls. They're always stuck together. They're, it's like tar when you heat it. They're, 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 all, all the Italian uh-huh. grandmothers make it. They come in a big bundle. It, uh, yeah? Yeah, they're, they're these little, I don't know, quarter-sized balls, and they're made out of like, uh, I don't know, it's like a like a cinnamony. I got to show you a picture of it, yeah. but they're, uh, that's one of those. Picture heck, man. Have grandma yeah. make me some and send them to yeah, me. Yeah, it's one of those, it's one of those typical good. things you kind of have to have at Christmas, but it's just like, what yeah. am I eating this for? I never got oh, so really? I never oh, got so okay. bummed when I came and saw Mike the first time because I was supposed to fly in and hang out at his mom's yeah. for a couple oh, yeah. hours, uh-huh. and then Mike got off work early and came and got me. I was like, "Oh man, you know, like I know you were gonna get fed. Oh, too, man. dude, it was gonna be oh. disgusting how much food I was about to put away. I can't wait to meet Mike's mom. It was gonna be it Soon, was gonna sometime be absolutely disgusting. I'm moving us along. We're going to the Shanghai Holiday Kitchen. This one actually looks like the best menu uh, so far to me. Pork and vegetable egg rolls, Mongolian beef bao buns with a fortune cookie, celebration barbecue pork with steamed rice and a fortune cookie, and Shangdu street fries. I will absolutely crush the pork and vegetable egg rolls. I'll crush the Mongolian beef, and I'll crush the barbecue pork. I will sit around all day with Sing's Tao beer and just absolutely devour all that. You guys? Would you... Would you? Would that be a go-to for yes, you with all 100%. this other food? Yep. All this nope, other food 100%. that's out there. Yep. That Mongolian beef bao bun is not only will it be a go-to, it will be a go-to here in a couple weeks. I will be destroying that. That's going to be. A- so, is it the beef or the the um? What is that bun? The bao bun. The, the bun it's not even that. It's the it's it's like a wrap. It's not even that. It's the. I've I had l- that before. I it's- love Mongolian beef, man. I love flavors mm-hmm. of of China, like. I, I just think, like, for me, I order Chinese food all the time. It's not the classic stuff. But uh, but this, this you, can't, you can't go wrong. I mean, the fact that I can get right. all that stuff there. The Shangdu street fries, I'm interested in, like, what's their take on fries? You know what I mean? Okay. All right. Yeah, I would. Everything on the menu looks appealing. It really does. How about for you, Mike? Is that good? Oh, I would go with the uh, the beef bun. Absolutely. That's uh, They have them up here, you know, in some of the uh, Chinese food restaurants. But I bet it would be really good down there as well. I tell you what, let's let's while we're here, let's go not too far away and let's head over to Japan. Uh, we're kind of skipping around World Showcase, guys, and let's go over to the Shiwasu Holiday Kitchen. Jay, what are we looking at when we head over that way? Oh, we've got some fantastic stuff. Um, I'm personally a fan of a lot of Japanese uh, cuisine, and I'm definitely a fan. Anybody who's ever listened to the show knows I'm a huge fan of Japan. Uh, so we're going to go with uh, New Year's Celebration Soba. It's a buckwheat soba noodle. Uh, is it soba or soba? I think it's soba. Uh, a buckwheat soba noodle and a hot dashi soup. Um you got, you know, the chopped green onions. Let me tell you what, those chopped green onions really just add that that pizzazz to that soup. Um, you got the uh, Chirasi sushi tree. Um, you got uh, a shash, shash, sashimi grade tuna salmon, uh, yellowtail uh, with vegetables decorated on a bed of rice. Uh, you got the matcha cream brulee, um, creamy green tea custard. Have you guys ever had that? No. Mm-mm. It's different. It's different. I would recommend trying it, but I'll tell you what, it's... Um, you definitely get that green tea. I mean, there's no. It's de- it, if you don't like green tea, you're not going to like it. Uh, it's got a caramelized sugar crust topped with uh, mochi, red bean jam, and strawberry. Um, I would tear anything on that menu up. Mike took me to a sushi place there in New York that was the best place I've ever been. One, they have the absolutely greatest 
um, edamame I've ever tasted mm-hmm. in my life. And two, it was all you could eat, and you brought okay. and you brought your own drinks. BYOB. It was nice. BYOB sushi. Nice man. That's I would awesome. spend too much time in that place. I think we did. <laughs> we rolled out of there. Ugh. That's one of those places where you roll out of and you just can't move, and like three hours later, you're ready to eat a Big Mac. Dude, it was amazing. I love sushi, man. I went back to the hotel that night, and I, you know those nights when you lay in the bed and you just feel awful about yourself, <laughs> what you've just yeah. done? Yep. You think, you know what, if 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 I don't want anyone in the world to see me right now because I'm disgusted with myself, so I can't imagine what I look like. And everyone listening right now has had those moments, so don't pretend you haven't, where you've gone back and you just feel just terrible about what you've just done in your life. <laughs> that's that's what happened at that sushi place that night was that. <laughs> It was really bad. Um, <laughs> moving on, the one thing that I've never done is spend too much time in the next uh, country on our list and made bad decisions, and that is drinking tequila in Mexico. <laughs> and uh, we're going to move on to Las Posadas Holiday Kitchen and everything they have to offer. Man, this looks really good. Giant tostada de puerco. Uh, braised pork served on a giant giant tostada with chipotle black bean spread, gorillo sauce, uh, queso fresco, crema mexicano, pickled onion. They got all kinds of stuff on there. Uh, a tamal de pollo. Uh, braised chipotle chicken served in a corn masa with yellow mole and topped with tomato pumpkin seeds. Mmm, interesting. And a horchata cheesecake. Creamy rice cheesecake served with uh, sahara sauce. Um Interesting. I would go with the giant tostada first and foremost. Um, guys, do you go here first? For me, Mexico is never a stop for me for festivals because I feel like I get the same thing year-round. I don't feel like there's a whole no. lot of deviation in flavor. I think, if I'm not mistaken, they had a shrimp taco that was fantastic, and I got it. Uh, I would stop in and get it. Uh, shrimp, got some mango on it, something like that. I'm almost positive. Um, is it a go-to? No, but, man, what a great great what is it la cava to go down there and have a oh la cava is my spot be- man you kidding me before yeah. you start uh boy that place if that if those walls could speak huh uh what a what a fun place um how about you mike is that mexico pavilion somewhere you have to hit for the festival i could spend my entire meal plan in one sitting and that in mexico between the regular food and between the stuff on that menu absolutely yeah i actually do stop there a lot uh we do have good mexican food here in new york obviously uh there's lots of you know ethnic foods here to try but uh it's something that i love down in florida as well it's uh i guess maybe because of the heat the summer or whatever time of year it is uh mexico definitely is one of my favorite places to eat when i'm down there and i would there's nothing on that menu that i would not want to try well the thing too is i don't think a lot of people realize that la cava is a reason this see uh this podcast exists is because <laughs> uh we we spend a lot of time in la cava um guys i want i want to roll through real quick and we're not really touch on these because i know we got a lot to get to um there's a lot of other places you can stop to get food the the les Halles, uh Petitire. uh it's in france and uh, there you can get the chocolate christmas log um the canada popcorn cart you get the papal maple bark with maple sugar popcorn i'm gonna get your take on that guys what's your take on pop- flavored popcorns because that sounds absolutely gross to me pecan maple bark with maple nope. sugar Nope, you lost me a maple. 
Mike? Do you nope. ever get those big tins, you know, with all the different flavored yeah, popcorn in I'd it? Yeah, dump them out and I, put other things in it. Really? See, I like it. I, I like all the different flavored popcorns. I even like You the, like the caramel and all that? Oh, absolutely. Uh, as a matter of fact, I, I had some today, as a matter of fact. Laura picked up some when she was at the store. And uh, I specifically like when we're at Epcot buying, when we're over by uh, by Figment over there, by... Uh, by yeah, yeah, yeah. They have those flavored popcorn stands. I love flavored popcorn. So would you do nice. this one? Would you do the pecan maple? First off, is it pecan or pecan? Well, I think it's pecan. And isn't that more like a cracker? Isn't that more like tomato. a cracker jack? I don't know. That sounds no, gross, no, dude. That sounds super... cracker jack is no cracker jack is caramel. Well, I would I would figure it probably have the same kind of consistency and the same kind of sugary sweet. I would just I yeah, would maybe. figure it was probably pretty similar to that. Well, let's let's move on to something that Jason will definitely enjoy. Mike and I, not so much. That's the holiday apple pie sundae with soft-serve ice cream, and that's because Mike and I don't like hot fruit um, with caramel sauce and crunchy streusel. Uh, You would crush that, Jay, I'm sure. You would absolutely love it. The funnel cake, pumpkin spice uh, funnel cake there at the funnel cake shop. Joffrey's has really stepped up their spot. Uh, In Future World, you can get the Choco Latte. In Canada, you can get the Ginger Chai Madness. And in Showcase Plaza, the Coconut Snowstorm. And if you're back in the American Adventure, the Toffee Coffee. Um, those look amazing in the Kringla, uh, Bakri Og Cafe, uh, the traditional holiday rice cream, the Latissiere de Glace. You got some great gingerbread there. And then of course you're all your freshman outposts with all of your amazing, amazing drinks, food, teas, all that great stuff. Uh, stop over at the UK beer cartoon and get a mold cider there with strong hard apple cider and twinnings, orange and cinnamon herbal tea. I would crush that drink. That sounds great. Um, as I was freezing tonight in my 60 degree temperatures, I would have, I would have done that. Um, guys, we've spent a ton of time on food, but Jay, I know there's something very important in your mind that you don't want to miss. <laughs> yes, that would be the sweet journey. The sweet journey. Have you, listen, here's the thing about the sweet journey. We're going to talk about cookies and we'll wrap food up here. All right. And it's not so much where it's, um, I'm a big cookie guy or it's our must do, but talk about something fun for the family. All right. Uh, this is something that you are at, you are actually paying for this though, guys, and it's no different than when you pay extra for the other. My, now, Justin, I know you with uh, Rye, you have done some of the paid where you yeah you we do it go every around time. and yeah yep, and you get the pin at the end or you get the magnet or or you know you get some prize. I think the consolation prize is pretty comparable to what you paid for the the thing, is it not? It's exactly it look. It's the it's cheapest souvenir you're going to buy at Disney. Right. And you right. get something to do in the alternative. So if you have kids that are anywhere from, like, let's say, 4 to 10, this is a great – I mean, even mm-hmm. with this, this is a little different. I would say, like, 4 to 12, 4 to 13, because now you're getting cookies. I mean, who doesn't love cookies? Yeah, you know what but, I mean? Yeah, I would even – to be honest with you, Adults. I'd even say if you're on a date night. Yes. Yeah, if you're on a date night, how fun would it be? You grab your passport. You're going to go around the showcase. You're going to get five official cookie stroll locations – you get it stamped. Uh, you get cookies at um, you know in Germany, in the America, in Canada, and Mexico, um, and the Morocco, France. Uh, it's the uh, La Chame is in between Morocco and France. And then once you get your stamps, you get your cookies. You can uh, go get your prize. So at the beginning, they, that uh, they have the cookie stroll, cookie jar, and uh, just if you don't want to eat the cookies, because I'm not, I'm not a guy that wants to sit and eat all those cookies. Bring them home for later. You can keep them inside this awesome cookie jar. It looks like it has Chip and Dale on top of it, all decked out in green and red. Um, I think personally, what a fun, fun addition to the holiday season to go out and do that. Have you all ever done the added things they do during the festivals? Because we do them every single time. So we go find 
um, Remy. We go find like we do all. We go find Figma. We like we do every single one. We'll do this in a couple weeks when we go because for us the added six or seven dollars and they look mm-hmm. all of these take AP discounts. So if you're a Nano Pass holder, go and you'll get that discount. I think it ends up being like five dollars and seventy five cents. And it's almost nothing. It's for a couple nothing. hours of entertainment. Nothing. For- for fun and it's fun the kids love it man they just love it yeah it's it's absolutely it's absolutely fantastic i recommend that's the one thing epcot's done compared to other parks to where they have brought in these small things with the festivals to make it fun for for the kids and i think some parents either they don't know about it or they just don't take advantage of it because they always this is what i always hear well, my kids don't like Epcot. Well, guess what? I hated Epcot as a kid, too, but we didn't have these fun, interactive things to do. Right. Um, yeah. Now, Riley, the fact that we are handing her these things, we're handing her these maps, we're handing her um, her phone to play Agent P's World Showcase, we're hand, you know, Epcot's a different game, completely different game. Mm-hmm. So make sure you're taking advantage of all this stuff. Yeah, if you really go into Epcot looking at it through the eyes of your child... And then you can really just alter your game plan based on that. You're going to have fun for the whole family. You really are, because you're still going to be able to grab your drinks in between <laughs> your food. Wine makes the world better when you got kids. 100%. Now that we've got a lot of the food underway, there's something that's a nightly entertainment that I really wish I would have gotten to take part of. It's something that I missed out on for the time that I was down there. And uh, it's the candlelight. It's the candlelight procession. And, uh, man, I tell you, there is some amazing narrators that are going to be there. We have a list of all the narrators that are going to be there at the particular dates. I could see some that I would actually, you know, I would make it a point to. If I had a, if I had a choice to book a vacation, there were some that I would say, you know what, I want to go there for that. Uh, you know, we touched on some of the food also. But one of the things that I want to talk to you, Justin, about is with this candlelight uh, ceremony that they have at night, have you ever done the dining package for that? No, I never have, but I recommend it, especially if it's your first trip and you don't want to wait, because there's two things I recommend. You either do the the dining package or wait for the later show. If you try to do the early show, you need to line up at least an hour to hour and a half early, because it really does fill up, especially for those big-time narrators that will be there. Um, it it really does get absolutely slam-packed. You're, you're not going to be able to come 20 minutes beforehand and get in line and see Neil Patrick Harris. It's just not going to happen. Mm-hmm. So you need look. If you're going to Disney, that's a that's a must for you. Then you need to go ahead and say, hey, I need to book this dining package. I need to do this. I mean, look. If we're talking about this now, then you're already too late. Like this needs to be something you're planning for next year. Next year, hundred percent. Hundred eighty days out. You got to book it out. Hundred eighty days. Hundred percent. Yep. You have to. Uh, and you know what? The prices were not that um, bad for the dining packages, and they have a whole bunch of. Uh, restaurants that part that are participating in the dining package. And some of them do, well, you and know, you're guaranteed a seat. Some of them do breakfast yeah. too, right? Because it doesn't have to be a dinner package. It could be a, a breakfast. Uh, it depends on the depends on the restaurant. Right. Yeah, depends on the restaurant. Now, um, I do yeah. want I do want to say this. I'm gonna be there. Uh, we're, we're gonna let's. I tell you what. Let me roll through the first half of the list real quick. Um, by the time this episode comes out, we'll have already missed Neil Patrick Harris. He was there December the second through the fifth. Whoopi Goldberg's mm-hmm. there the sixth through the seventh. Isabella Rosalini the eighth through the tenth. Uh, uh, Chita Rivera is there December the 11th through the 12th. And then our good, good friend Gary Sinise is there December the th- uh, 13th through the 15th. I will be there while Gary Sinise is there. So I'm going to make it a point to stop by and uh, see our good friend Gary Sinise um, uh, 
you know, do the candlelight processional. What an amazing, amazing advocate for our troops and for uh, our goals, our families. And I know Jason, we just we just had an episode not too long ago uh, talking with the uh, Gary Sinise Foundation. Gary, yeah. yeah, yeah, we sure did. What a what a great organization. So I love Gary, man. Gary is uh, Gary's got a spot in my heart for sure. He's definitely all good. Following up after Gary Sinise, we have from Wheel of Fortune Pat Sajak. Then we have Warwick Davis. Stephen Curtis Chapman, Justin, not Tracy Chapman. <laughs> Edward James Olmos. He's got a fast car. <laughs> Edward Drives so fast he could drive away. <laughs> Edward James Olmos. Uh, Marley, Martin, Marley Martin and Lisa Ling. Um, okay, can, can I just be direct here and say about a third of those people, I don't have a clue who they are. Yeah. Well, not only that, there are a few that are Disney staples. I mean, let's be honest. Oh, of course, yeah. Like Neil Patrick Harris, staple. Gary Sinise, mm-hmm. staple. I mean, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Like, those two are the ones that you're just like, all right, boom. Like, that's those are the dates I want to be there. Um, yep. I will say this. Uh, actually, you guys listening now, you will have already missed it because this episode hasn't dropped yet. But they are they are uh, playing Neil Patrick Harris on December the 3rd uh, live, so you'll be able to watch that. Um for me, look, I, I love this. I love the story of of Christmas and the way it's told with the background singers. And I just think that Epcot does it right. I think that Epcot tells the story of Christmas right. And the fact of it's not just about America. It's not just about of what we see. It's stories around the world. And uh, guys, one thing I saw last year was when we went from country to country and they had the storytellers around around World Showcase. So I have one question about the Candlelight Processional. Now, we know it's located in front of the uh, American Adventure, but, uh, sandwiched between uh, Japan and Italy. Now, do they? Right. If, you're, if you're traveling around the showcase while the processional is going on, you were saying how crowded it was for people like Neil Patrick Harris and Gary Sinise. The, the area, the walk past between Japan and Italy, do they close that off? Or do they leave a walkway similar to when the parades are coming through and they kind of shuffle you through very quickly? You know, no. Or does it get jammed yeah. up at all? No, no, no. You could go and stand back and watch. I mean, that's no, no, no. You'd be, you'd be fine. And it's, you know, it's, it's projected. Have you ever been there for the concert series? Same way, like where you can stand back and kind of hear the music, and you can still see and everything. Okay. You just don't have a seat inside the stadium. Okay, you know, inside inside the seating area. So, so. even if you were running late or if you, whatever was going on, if you, yeah. you could probably get standing room only, kind of in the background a little bit. Right. Okay. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. And you don't yeah, gotta you worry about the world showcase being closed off at all, where you can't get through. They don't block it off or anything like that. No, right? they don't block it. Okay. No. No. You're fine. That's the one thing about that area is that that, that walkway's huge. I mean, that's that's a massive walkway. So no, you can always get through. You can sit back there. You go grab a uh, a nice drink and a turkey sandwich and sit back and uh, enjoy all the American flavors while you're while you're listening to Neil Patrick Harris uh, um, do the candlelight processional. Okay. So can't go wrong there. Okay. Hey, before you get into the uh, storytellers that we're going to get into right now, I just wanted to do an addendum that we we're talking about the cookie. Um, the scavenger hunt this year is Chippendale's Christmas tree spree. Oh, that's okay, what you'll yeah. be doing with Riley when you go down there then. That's that's the scavenger hunt that yep. you'll be doing. And you can collect ornaments from the Christmas trees. And I mean, it, it sounds like a lot of fun, but I wanted to throw that on there because they are two separate things. Well, really quickly, I mean, I, I, I got to say the highlight for us last year was the fact that we were able to go and – take rally country to country whether it be going to italy and seeing la bafana or going to um canada and seeing pierre noel or going to see going to all these countries and seeing how they 
uh, interact with their, you know, their own customs and the way they celebrate this holiday. It was a really cool experience. And Riley would look at me and say, like, hey, can we can we make sure to catch the next story? Can we make sure to be there? And we would go and we would always sit and we'd listen to them tell the story of Christmas in their own way. And, you know, the, the way the kids of Italy learn, the way of kids of Canada and the UK. And, you know, they hear all these stories based on uh, uh, growing up. And, and for us, that was a that was a really, really cool experience that... Not one point did she go, I want to go ride something. I want to go ride something. I want to go do that. I want she was just sitting down, taking it all in and being like, wow, okay, that's different than what I've heard, but that's a cool story, you know? So don't think that your kids aren't going to enjoy learning about how the entire world takes in the, uh, the, the, the celebration that we, you know, we call Christmas and the holiday celebration that, that goes on this time of year. The uh, some of these countries do not celebrate Christmas. So what what do they do that um, when you're going around there? You know, I, like let's say China or Morocco, because Morocco is uh, you know not a Christian nation; it's a Muslim, if I'm not mistaken. So they don't really celebrate Christmas. So what do the pavilions do during that time to um, incorporate the Christmas holidays with it? You know, they don't have the storytellers out. They don't have that kind of stuff. But they, uh-huh. um, you know, it's it's the food, it's stuff like that. You know, it's. It's still just how they're celebrating that country and 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 stuff like that. Okay. So it's yeah they, right. they don't have the storytellers. The storytellers are only in countries that celebrate the holiday. So okay, all right, Father Christmas. Um, but but all the other ones are still like there's still festivities oh, going yeah, on yeah, there yeah, where yeah, you yeah. still are going to enjoy it and and have fun with it. Yep, okay, yep. very cool, man. Sounds like a lot of fun. A lot of fun. I'm very jealous of you, by the mm-hmm. way. Like, very envious. You should be. <laughs> And let's let's not be let's not be remiss to say I'm gonna pick up some good swag because they got lots of good swag there, lots of good uh, holiday holiday uh, gear. So hopefully I'll post lots of pictures in the group of of um, lots of gear that's going on down there during during the festival. Hey, listen, uh, one thing that really caught my eye, guys, uh, eyes, because I know we're running out of time here really fast. Living with the land, you know, me and Mike, we'll talk living with the land all night mm-hmm. long. That's how much I love this attraction, right? Living with the land, merry and bright nights. After the sun sets during the festival, ride living with the land for a special sparkling tour. Enjoy a peaceful evening cruise and view twinkling holiday light displays throughout the greenhouse. How fun is that? Justin, please tell me you've done that. Mike, have you done that? Anybody? No, I haven't. I've never done it either, but I will this time. I'll make sure to make a Do point. Do it. Yes, please do. I am. I am. I really, really want to uh, get your take on that because, boy, does that sound interesting and fun. And you know, I like how they're like, take a cruise. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? Like you're like, oh, okay. Yeah. But I mean, to maybe you know, maybe the farmhouse throw some Christmas trees up in there. I, I don't bet know. that's it's, what it is. Uh, I bet they put Christmas lights all over, like some of the plants, some of the. I'm hoping. I'm really am. I'm hoping. I'm hoping it's just like. Man, I tell you what, you know what? I, I'm telling Disney, I would be Santa. I would be Santa in the uh, the old farmhouse out there. I'd be sitting out there, and I would just play Santa and just just hand out toys to kids that went through for free, for free. So, but no, I'm uh, I'm very uh, I'm very interested in in seeing what that has to say. And um, you know, and I know there's there's a couple other. Um, Really cool stuff that Epcot offers, uh, like the Voices of Liberty does the um, melodies sung by the Dickens carolers, like yeah, uh, yeah. they do some caroling, right? How fun is that? I mean, it's almost, you know, when we're talking about this, Justin, it's almost like this is a couple day experience. We're, we're not going to really knock all this out in one day. There's no I mean, way. I, don't, I, I was going to say, I don't know how you could and enjoy it. 
you know what's funny too is you look at some of the other Disney parks right now and you think, you know, is it a full day experience? It's funny that they've been able to implement these festivals to make mm-hmm. Epcot a full day experience no matter the park level, the the crowd level. Right. Right. Like no matter what, you have enough to do. There's no way in one day and you know, we're going to be able to see everything and do everything we want to do. There's no way. So, I, hey, kudos to Disney, man, because these festivals are they're second to none. There's nowhere else on planet Earth you can go experience what you can experience with the holidays festivals at Epcot. There's nowhere else on Earth, and I will stick true to that. You can you can say I'm lying, but nowhere else can you go have that true experience to where you have 11 countries and you get to see how they experience these uh, th- this same time of year in in their own lands. It's it's the it's look, I would say it's the third best festival by far. Man, but I, you know what? I say that, and then the Arts Festival is going to come, and I'm going to go. Eh. I know, I know. It's okay for right now. It's the season. Like, look, like I say, you know, you're always going to you have a favorite kid when when the, I don't know it happens when they hit a home um, run. Yeah, you know, it's like you know, you're my favorite. You're the top of the wheel right now. You know, I'm going to leave all 13 cents to you. Um, but you mentioned the. Um, the the place to be uh the the activities that are going on i just want to uh, kind of close this segment here is with the epcot scrolls did you are you familiar with that and the epcot scrolls is in each entertainment location look for the new epcot scrolls that tell the story of each country's holiday tradition and find all 13 of them and then you can incorporate you know these these holiday traditions into uh, maybe yours and i thought what a what a perfect just a perfect cherry on the whole sunday of being together with the family you know i love it so you know now we've finally broken into the christmas season the christmas tradition and one of my favorite things when the Christmas season comes around is taking pictures of my kids and sending out our usual annual Christmas cards. And we get all of those amazing pictures of all my friends' families and their kids standing by the tree and the pets and the dogs. And, you know, those, those Christmas cards are great because it's some great pictures. But you know what's even better? Our Facebook pictures. And that brings me to my favorite thing every week, and that would be Picks of the Week. Picks of the Week. Picks of the Week. All right, hey Mike, thanks, uh, buddy. Because I'm gonna. This was this was uh, boy the talk of Christmas season. A lot of great pictures. People down in the parks. People having a lot of fun. I am going to give Sharon Claire a huge, huge thank you for um, her. Actually, her whole collage. But if I was a B. Uh, directing what I wanted to pick, it would be the picture of her and her daughter and her son in front of that gingerbread house. It looks, oh, it's at the Grand Floridian, which I know both of you guys have seen that. And um, But she had, was on an amazing trip, and she had a great time. And I want to say uh, thank you for sharing your trip, and um, I hope you guys had safe travels back home. Excellent. Great pick. Justin, what do you got for me, buddy? Yeah, buddy, I'm going to go with, uh, with actually, it's one picture, but two people, and two people I know, and they're fantastic, and that's Lori Templeton Euler, and she said, you can see the joy in this picture, but can't hear the shouts of excitement. Thank you so much, Dana Frapp here. The boys are so happy right now, and Dana sent them some, uh, some, some, not only the cards from the Christmas party, but also it looks like some magnets or something from 25 Days of Christmas. Absolutely really, really cool. Hey, look, you guys have no idea how happy it makes us to see our like Disney Dad's family 
come together and and to create that excitement and that and that passion and just that happiness and you pass it along to each other and when we see stuff like that it really does it's it's almost surreal the fact that something that we started for fun has created these friendships that'll hopefully last a lifetime it, it really is great so thank you Lori. thank you dana we really do appreciate both of you very cool yes. i love seeing that it's very awesome cool. Mike, buddy, it's on you, bud. Yeah, man. So listen, my I've been queuing up this post the whole week. I had this on my mind, and uh, my post goes to Shay Jones because it's a picture with Darth Vader, and I'm so happy to see that Darth Vader is back in the uh, the launch bay. And uh, listen, any picture with Darth Vader, he's my hero. You have my pick of the week. I'm gonna I'm gonna even add to that and say any picture with Che is 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 uh top of the pick because man he owns it every time he's in a picture when he's down there he just owns it and i love that i'm glad that he shares that with us because he doesn't care he is owning those pictures and i love it i'm gonna i'm gonna give a huge shout out to sean miranda too guys mickey bars and noel watching the uh the the christmas show and eating mickey bars with the fire look can't can't beat it man rocking disney plus there in your house so absolutely great Look, guys, I had an incredible look. I was looking forward to this night all week with you guys. Uh, very excited to talk Disney with you guys. Very excited to talk Christmas because finally Mike is part of the club. And me, Justin and I, we've been talking Christmas for a month already. And uh, now I got the two guys. My, my compadres are, are full tilt Christmas season. The rest of you guys out there in the world are full tilt Christmas season. And I want to say have an incredible, incredible weekend. And thank you for allowing us to bring Epcot into your home and uh, letting me live through it since I'm not going to get down there. Guys, it's been a real tough week. Uh, Work-wise was crazy. Uh, I have a really crazy week coming up. I've been looking forward to seeing you guys the whole week. It's been, I, you know, we, we, you know, little side note, we talk all the time. You know, all three of us, we're always chatting and whatnot. And there, sometimes days go by where, you know, you miss that conversation because you just get so involved with what's going on. And all day, I knew I had this to look forward to tonight. I was outside in the sleet, in the snow, putting up Christmas decorations. <laughs> and I said, you know what? First of all, they're going to make fun of me later. But second of all, I get to see my brothers later. And uh, great night talking with you guys tonight. I hope everybody enjoyed, you know, us bringing Epcot to you. And uh, Christmas is here, man. I can't wait. It's a fun time of year. Merry Christmas, fellas. Hey, I got to say, I made a conscious decision this week to um, to put my phone down. And it was it was a little strange at first. I, you know, I kind of, I put it away. And uh, during the holiday, I just kind of put it on the nightstand and left it. And, you know, it. I wasn't as active in certain things that I typically am. Uh, but it gave me this realism of, you know what, I was more uh, versed and I was more into what was happening in my, my four walls, in my house. Um, so here's my challenge to you guys. Listen, you're talking to someone who, look, for, for us, we love you being on the Facebook page. We love you doing this stuff. But just once this week, I want you to do one thing for me, okay? I want you to put your phone down. I want you to put it on your nightstand. I want you to put it on the charger. And I want you to take the evening away from it completely. And just just be in your moment because it really was um, eye opening, you know, to, to have that have that time with the family. So uh, that's that's my my challenge, you guys. Now, as soon as you pick it up, make sure to get on DisneyDadsPodcast.com and uh, make sure to like all of our social medias. 
<laughs> so when you're not when you're not sitting it down, um, also give us a call, guys. 317-WW-DADS, 317-939-3237. So many great ways to interact with the show. Um, guys, we did something special this week. I don't think a lot of people realize what we did. And that is we paid homage and we a big thank you to our patron supporters. Um, we put out a show that was just for our patron supporters. It dropped. It's uh, it's not available to, to anyone else, and uh, it's you know it's 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 a a very special show too. It's it's one of those that I I really have enjoyed, um, guys. A lot of you don't realize that when we do this, we do it out of our passion for Disney, and over the years it costs money to do this, and so the patron allows us to not only grow the show but allows us to do this for longer and 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 to you know do it better than what we've what we've done previously um and we really do we really really do appreciate our patron out there you guys are so so key in everything we do and we really appreciate you and we're gonna be putting out more and more content and guys if you want to if you want to support the show look as little as two dollars a month gets you in to uh to our patron family it's where you have access to those private shows so uh head over to uh to facebook or he- or even scroll down through through this episode or here as you, as you're looking on on your itunes or however you're listening and there'll be a link there click on that and for two dollars a month guys you get access to all that extra stuff so um sorry i kind of rambled but i wanted people to be able to uh to jump on there and to understand what we're trying to do because the more you help us the the uh the, the more we can bring to you yeah two things i want to add to that justin thank you well said if you're already a patron and you don't belong to the private group, please send Justin, myself, or Mike a private message, and we'll make sure we get you into that. You know, if we overlooked you or or somehow the um, we're just getting emails that are coming across, I'm not getting a lot of names. So uh, please just get with us and say, hey, I'm a Patreon supporter. You know, let me in the group, and we'll get you in there right away. And number two is I want to give my huge shout-out to our Japanese uh, listeners. I hear you. I see you. Yes, I'm talking to you. Yep, that's yeah, you. Yep. I see him. He's pointing at himself right now. Yes, my friends over in Japan. I see the downloads. Thank you so much. All right, fellas. I had a great night tonight. Like I said, I missed you guys the last couple of days. And uh, I'm looking forward to seeing you guys shortly. Have a good night, guys. It's Christmas time. Good night. Merry Christmas, everybody. From Mike, Justin, and myself, we want to say thank you. And remember, always keep it Disney. And they all live happily ever after. Each of us has a dream, a heart's desire. It calls to us. And when we're brave enough to listen and bold enough to pursue, that dream will lead us on a journey to discover who we're meant to be. All we have to do is look inside our hearts and unlock the magic within. Ready to begin. And that's a wrap. This has been YDF Media Productions.